Welcome to another Friday special of the Brisbane Football Review. We're proud, proud to be joined by fan favourite Katrina Gorey. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, so side won your first game in Sydney 3-1. How important was getting that first up win? Yeah, it's obviously really important to start our season with a win. Um, obviously, we've been working really hard on our pressing game and scoring goals, so um, it was good to see that we could put three in the back of the net and start well. And speaking of scoring goals, you got your season off to about the best possible start, netting inside the first 60 seconds. Talk us through that move. Yeah, obviously, um, Alira won the ball uh, pretty early on, crossed it in, and I was lucky enough to find myself in space with a good touchback from Abby. All right. So talk about what it's been like playing under Mel Andretta for the last season in a bit. Yeah, you know, Mel has such an exciting brand of football that uh, she wants us to play. Obviously, it's very attacking, uh, very aggressive uh, and very exciting. Um, I actually was coached by Mel in school, so Mel and I go way back and I've always known, you know, how she's wanted to play and um, it's good to see, you know, how high up she is now. One of the pleasant flashbacks from high school, I'm assuming. Yeah, you could say something like that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you've been with the Raw since 2012, and the club have shown a lot of faith signing you to a multi-year deal, first W League player to get that. Talk about how that process went down. Yeah, I had signed originally um, just a one-year contract. Um, I'd spoken to Mel a little bit. Uh, She knows that I'm uh, loyal to the club, and she wanted to extend that contract for another year. So that was really exciting to me, you know, to have that security. and also to just be able to focus on the next couple of months uh, was really exciting for me and something that I would never turn down. And getting to play for your hometown club is obviously something special? Yeah, it is really special to me. Uh, obviously, the first couple of seasons I had to go elsewhere uh, when the W League first began. So I guess that's why, you know, putting on the orange jersey is so special to me and it's uh, why I'm loyal to this club. All right, so you've got quite a reputation for scoring some spectacular goals. How have you developed that skill? I'm not really sure how it all came about. Um, I guess in, you know, in practice when there's a dead ball um, and we're about to go into another drill, I'll just try and smack it into the goal. And uh, when I get a bit of time on the field, I guess that kind of, you know, is in my in the back of my mind. And you know, some go in, some don't. Any one stand out in particular? Uh, I'll. I'll always remember the one I scored at Suncorp against Canberra United. All right, so have you guys got any sort of internal competitions about who can score the best goal or the most goals? Uh, No, not really. We're kind of all united with that. Um, It doesn't really matter who's scoring the goals or anything like that. It's just about getting the win for the team. And you've just come back from playing in Japan. What was that like? It was an incredible experience. Uh, I wasn't really... You know, I didn't really know um, how it was going to be over there, you know, if people would speak English or anything like that. But you come to realise if you embrace the culture, it doesn't matter if they can speak English or not. Uh, I picked up a, a little bit of Japanese. I can understand it more more than I can speak it. But, you know, overall my time there, I feel like I, I've grown a lot as a person and matured a lot as a player. 
And with football being such a global game, how important is it to learn that communication on field quickly when people do speak different languages? Yeah, it was really important. You know, the basic uh, left and right, stop, start. Uh, you know, they're the things that you pick up pretty quickly. But at the end of the day, you know, when you train with them day in, day out, you kind of understand the way they play and, you know, the runs they make, where they want the ball and things like that. So at the end of the day, um, you know, communication is key, but... When you're training with them week in, week out, you kind of understand how they play. And getting the support of the club and its playing and backroom staff is really important to settle in? Yeah, definitely. Um, our club was incredible. We had a translator with us at, at all times. Um, I was in an apartment close to Caitlin, which was really fun. You know, we uh, explored a lot throughout Japan, um, embraced the culture, and, you know, it's a, a country I'd definitely play at again. And playing overseas, have you been pitching the W League and Brisbane specifically to any of those players? Uh, a lot of them do actually want to come and play in Australia. Um, you know, it wasn't great timing when they decided to tell me that uh, because everyone had already signed their internationals. But, yeah, I think a lot of them are starting to show a bit more interest knowing that, you know, the leagues match up really well and I'm sure we'll see a lot of them over here next we, time. We do have some uh, new imports like uh, Celeste and Carson, just to name a couple. How are you helping them settle, settle in? Yeah, you know, they're, they're awesome. Um, I knew that Celeste played for Canberra last year. I knew that she was a great player, and I've watched Carson play a couple of times um, for Seattle. So uh, I knew they were great players, and I was excited for them to come in. You know, Americans always have a different personality, which, you know, freshens up the group and brings a lot of excitement to the group. And then, you know, having Waiki there as well, she's cheeky, she's fun, she wants to learn English, um, and it's nice to, you know, be able to teach someone and, and know that they're in the same position that I was a couple of months ago. Always on guard for practical jokes? Always on guard. <laughs> All right, so you've had a lot of experience with Matildas, possibly our most successful national team and definitely one of the most entertaining. What factors have gone into that? Um, I think that, you know, the Matildas are just an exciting team to watch at the moment. Um, you know, everyone always has always wanted to put on the green and gold shirt. Um, I'm lucky enough to have put it on 52 times, I think, um, which is really exciting for me. And, um, you know... I try and give back to my family as much as I can because without them I definitely wouldn't have been there and through all their sacrifices uh, when they come and watch me play it, it makes me more proud to put it on and to give back to them. So you both got to, uh, you and Tamika both got to go to the Olympics last year. What was that experience like? Uh, it was definitely a, a very special feeling. Um, you know, we, we've played at a World Cup before and, and the squad's, you know, a bit more extended at the Olympics. I think there's only eight, 18 of us to go. So, um, you know, it was really special to be able to say that you're an Olympian. Not many people get to do that. Um, and, you know, it's something that I'll definitely cherish for the rest of my life. And you were very successful at the Tournament of Nations. Talk us through that. Yeah, you know, it's still... I still watch the the games back and, and see how much we've progressed in the last couple of years. Um it, we're playing such an exciting brand of football. I think everyone's matured over the last couple of months being in different clubs. Um, you know, really growing up as people, we were so young back in the Olympics, back at the World Cup, 23 of the average age. So, you know, we have um, a lot more older players now, a lot more experienced players, and I think it's all come together in the last couple of months. And there's still plenty of room to move forward? Yeah, definitely. You know, Stadge is always drilling into us that, you know, you can't be, beat a top nation and think you're the best in the world. So we've got to keep progressing and we've got to be consistent. Um, so hopefully we can show that against China in our next few games. Fingers crossed. That's in Melbourne coming up next month? Yes, it is. All right. So 
obviously coming back to club, you're going to be playing against some of your national teammates, including Sam Kerr this weekend. How do you go against playing against them? Uh, it's exciting for us. Um, you know, obviously Sam is in red-hot form, but so is the likes of Polk's. Um, you know, it's always exciting to watch them match up, but, uh, you know, it's it's also good because, you know, they game inside out. So um, you've got to think think on your feet and try and beat your opponent, um, which is even harder when you know everything about them. So um, it is it is challenging, but it's a good challenge. Do you communicate much with them during the week? Uh, no, not, not usually. Uh, we kind of leave that for after the game, but... So you're not sending any texts trying to psych her out? No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so with the game coming up this Sunday, you've got a new supporter group in the Raw Corps. How much are you looking forward to having active support? Yeah, it's really exciting um, for us to get everyone on board. Um, you know, sometimes our stands are a little bit quiet, so to have a core group that are, are going to get the fans cheering and, and bring banners, it'll feel, you know, it'll feel more lively for us. Um, it's not just the team that gets you through the games, it definitely is the fans, especially through hard times. So um, if we can hear them on the field, it's going to be pretty good for us. And playing at Suncorp is going to be quite nice this year? Yeah, definitely. We got a couple of games last year, which we, uh, it's always special to play on. Suncorp so to call this home uh, this year to have so many games here uh, it's special for us and you know hopefully we keep on putting on good performances and you know where to run for your goal celebrations yes for the corpse (laughs) (laughs) all right so last question you're still quite young by footballing standards with a long career ahead of you hopefully what are you hoping to achieve with the Raw and the Matildas going forward yeah, I don't feel young anymore. I'm 25, quarter of a century. Oh, that's um, still quite young by my standards. <laughs> yeah, something like that. No, you know, obviously, um, you know, looking forward to the Asian Cup coming up in the next couple of months, but, you know, just staying fit and healthy uh, f- leading into that. And then, obviously, uh, to get through the Asian Cup, uh, the World Cups after that. So I was pretty young when I played at the last World Cup and you kind of, you don't get to experience it until after, I think. So, you know, taking those experiences, I learned a lot from that and I think, um, you know, I needed to grow a lot as a player and as a person and I think in the next couple of years, hopefully I'll do that and be ready for the next World Cup. All right, well, best of luck this Sunday and for the future going forward. Thank you. And thank you very much for joining us on the show. No worries. Thanks for having me. All right, we'll be back in a little bit with Tamika Butt. This is Brisbane Football Review. You're listening to the Brisbane Football Review. We'll be back after this. And welcome back to the second half of the Friday special for the Brisbane Football Review. We've subbed out Katrina Gorey and brought in Tamika Butt. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks very much. Good to be here. All right, so... First question, uh, side one, their first game in Sydney, 3-1. How important is getting off to a good start like that? Yeah, I think it's very um, important. It, it demonstrates how your pre-season's been, and um, obviously it's been a really positive one for, for Brisbane here, and, and I think, yeah, it's a great way to start with three points. Absolutely. All right, so at the moment, not everyone's in Brisbane. They're still finishing their overseas club commitments. What's going on with the playing squad to try and offset those perhaps a bit lighter numbers? Yeah, um, I think Mel's done a great job. She's obviously brought in some different people, um, some new ones and, and also some younger ones as well. And I think um, what she's done with the team has balanced it out and made it, um, well, as you can see, uh, uh, easy to, to do without some players there. All right, so what's it been like playing under Mel? Yeah, I obviously played under her last year and uh, Mel's also been the assistant um, in previous years. Um, but it's easy. <laughs> I think um, it's easy to get along with Mel and, and um, understand what she wants from you and, um, and you know, um, work with her leadership style. I think, yeah, it's, it's quite easy, which is nice to have. She can communicate really well with the squad? 
Yeah, yeah, I think so. All right, so you were one of the Raw's Foundation W League players. Talk about what that first season was like. Oh, the first season, <laughs> taking a trip. Um, Go down memory lane. Yeah, exactly. Um, honestly, that I was pretty young then. I think I was 16 at the time. Um, and stepping into probably my first sort of um, semi-professional environment. Um, and it was it was everything that, that I thought it would be. Um, playing in a, in a national league in Australia, it was... Um, yeah, it was exciting. The, the team we had then was, was amazing and I learned so much from it. Um, and then its growth over the next years, it's kind of looking back on it still. It, yeah, it gives me goosebumps knowing that we won and, and we did all that. Yeah, so winning the championship in the first uh, season, you got goals in the semi-final and the final. How yeah. cool was that? Um, yeah, definitely a cool memory to have and um, also to at the time to get those as well. It was um definitely when I was developing as a player so they were real confidence boosters and yeah definitely a good memory to know. Good way to build the resume. Yeah exactly. <laughs> and now you're coming up on 100 games from the club what yep. does that feel like for you? Um, aside from making me feel old it's it's quite exciting I think um, I'm quite passionate about football and also about um, you know um, grassroots and where I came from and um, Brisbane's definitely been there obviously since day dot for me and, and to do 100 caps with Brisbane is, um, yeah, it's it's a goal that I probably set a little while ago for myself um, so to achieve it, it's yeah, it's great. You've had the opportunity to test, test yourself overseas uh, you played in Japan like Katrina has but more recently in Europe, what's that experience been like for you? Yeah, I think I, I first started going overseas again when I was um, young, I think I was about 18 or 19 and it's um, it makes you develop as, as a football but also as a person. So I have loved every opportunity I've got to go overseas and experience different cultures. Uh, and I think whenever I come home, I, I definitely feel um, a little bit more grown up, I guess, on the field and off the field. So it's it's really good that football can give me that opportunity and I would encourage anyone to take it. And that's one of the good parts about the W League and women's game in general is it gives you the chance to experience a lot of these different cultures throughout the year. Yeah, definitely. I think with the internationals we get in this league, um, as an Australian player, you get to know um, what other internationals players are like and it also gives you um, sort of a name, I guess, in, in a good league that gives you other opportunities to go overseas and be the international. So well, when you do come up to a new club, what's it like getting support from the playing staff and backroom staff to help you settle into a new area? Yeah, I think it's different with every team. Um, uh, out of all my experiences, I think this one that I've had this year going into Klepp Elite in Norway has probably been the best experience um, that, that I've had going into a new environment um, with the coaching staff and the teammates. Um, it's been really easy for me this year, and I think, um, yeah, the environment that that club has is, is definitely a really good one. And have you been acting as sort of a recruiter for the Brisbane Roar and W League while you're over there? <laughs> um, I think... I'm not sure how many Europeans we're, we've got in the league at the moment, but there's definitely one coming over from Norway. Um, and with the W League growing, I think, yeah, Europe's um, gaining a lot of interest in the league. There are a lot more imports coming in. Do you feel like the W League is in for its highest ever level of skill this season? I definitely think so. I think um, the achievements of the Matildas in uh, this last year and last year as well has also helped draw more attention to that because we do we do have a large Matildas base playing in the W League which you know so then the national team's performance reflects on our league and it's definitely drawing in uh, more international attention. And playing for the Matildas they've been probably our most successful national team at the moment and definitely one of the most entertaining. What factors have gone into that success? Um, I think it's, uh, I guess, a maturity stage. Um, we've 
it's probably one of the youngest Matildas teams we've had, but at the same time where we've got a great balance of experience and just the camaraderie that we have in the team um, and the humour that everyone gets along with, basically. Um, and we kind of flow with each other on the field and off the field, so I think that's got a lot to do with it. And with that youth, you'd say the Matildas and the women's game are in good hands going forward? Yeah, definitely. I think, um, yeah, we're slowly building um, a pretty strong platform. And you got to go to the Olympics last year. What was that like? Yeah, it was awesome. That's it's obviously on uh, every athlete's wish list. Um, so that was amazing. But I think um, looking forward and with the Matildas that we have now, the team that we have, I think um, next Olympics is what everyone's gearing up for. Definitely. So when you come up against the Matildas teammates in club competitions like you do this Sunday, how do you go about playing against someone you know so well? Um, I don't know. It's an interesting question. I think I've obviously played a lot against um, a lot of Matildas in the past. Um, I don't know. When you when you get out on the field, you kind of forget that um, they're your friend and you know they might just be a centre-back for this team or, or something like that. Someone that's in your way um, that you got to get past the goal, I think. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. You, you kind of switch over and you're in the game at the time and then when that whistle blows, um, they're your friend again. You, you kind of even forget the result of the game. and um, Yeah, so it's a different dynamic, but um, it, I don't think it changes anyone's performance on the field. And conversely, having the other players knowing you so well, does that yeah. impact your game at all? Um, uh, I think so, but... Um, more so, it depends on the opposition's coach and, and what they think um, my team's strengths and weaknesses are. And um, if if I'm targeted, then it might change my game a little bit. But um, if anything, it's it's only going to push me to try and be better. So. And it would be a compliment for you to be targeted by an opposition coach for type marking? Yeah, I think, I think <laughs> that would be nice to think that, yeah. Well, one of the players that... Uh, is coming up this weekend is, of course, Sam Kerr, probably the most informed striker in the world at the moment. Whose job is it to sneak up behind her and tie her shoelaces together? <laughs> um, definitely not Maka because she'll be wearing gloves. <laughs> um, anyone who gets close enough. <laughs> All right, so you guys have a new supporter group this season with the Raw Court. How much are you looking forward to having a W League-focused uh, active supporter group? Yeah, I think it's awesome. It, um, I think they're responsible for you know building motivation for the players and creating that environment that we all love and that that's what you strive for when you become a professional athlete and you get to that professional level is is doing it for the people that come and watch you and and to have um, such a um, I don't know, a family I would probably even say um, be there and watching your games and cheering for you yeah definitely it inspires and motivates us for sure and you've got a lot of double headers with the A League side so you're hoping for quite a vocal big crowd at home. Yeah, definitely. I think um, being so close to the men's team and, and working off each other, it, yeah, it, uh, vice versa, we push them and they push us, so having all of those people around us is great. Working with the men's team, do you guys sort of try and give each other any tips during the week? Um, not necessarily tips, I don't think. I think we're, we're just both there to support each other and, and have a chat, and sometimes it would be um, non-football related, which is, which is kind of what everyone needs um, now and then is just to, to have a friendly chat. You're looking forward to having some of the A-League boys out there supporting you on Sunday? Yeah, definitely. Vice versa. All right, so last question. Looking ahead, you're quite young from a footballing perspective and still have a fair career ahead of you. What are you hoping to achieve with the Raw and the Matildas? Yeah, I think um, Brisbane Raw would be obviously great to, to win a W League season again. Um, I think that's in the near future, um, hopefully. And also for the national team, I think, you know, that, that goes in four-year cycles and now we're starting a new cycle and, and our first priority will be the World Cup and, and then the Olympics after that. So I've, I've got, yeah, goals set on both of those tournaments. 
All right, awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining us on the show today. No problem. Best of luck this Sunday and for the season going forward, and, of course, with Matildas as well. You've got quite a lot uh, to look forward to. Yeah, thank you very much. All right, so that's going to be... It, uh, yeah, let me try that again. Yeah. That's going to be the, it for this uh, Friday special of the Brisbane Football Review. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you Sunday after the double header at the Wally Lewis Statue for Fan Camps and on next week's show.